terrified. The shark suddenly won. Oh, I'm terrified. The shark suddenly won. And you're probably wondering, who is talking? Well, you're about to find out on Teal Town USA. The call-up got a rookie lap right there, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, everyone. It is March 28th, 2023. The San Jose Sharks shut out the Winnipeg Jets 3-0 because that's so Sharks. We welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive post-game. You can do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the YouTube page or the app all over the world and in Sharks territory. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. Find everything at TealTownUSA.com. And if you want to support the podcast, you can Venmo us at TealTownUSA or hit us up on the Super Chat. And with that, you get to be introduced to the newest member of Team Teal Town, Jules, what's happening? How you doing? What's up, y'all? I'm excited to be here. Um, my name's Jules. I'm very sad the Sharks won. Um, they are ruining Connor Bedard and my dream line of Eklund Hurdle and the Bedard. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Gotcha. All right. Um, so tell us more about your, yourself. Where, uh, how, how long have you been a uh, Sharks fan? How did you get into the game? Yeah, um, I was introduced to hockey through my cousins when I was very young, um, and now one of them bandwagoned onto Colorado, because um, of course he did. Um, of course. But I've been following the Sharks for, like, like for real following the Sharks for, like, two years now. Um, my friends call me a hockey encyclopedia. I know weird facts that I probably should not know. Um, and I love the game. I love talking about the Sharks, um, even when they're ruining all of my hopes for the future. But, you know. <laughs> What's new? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, it's it's a bummer for sure. Uh, so where do where do we begin on this one? It's great. First off, great to have you. Great to have you join us. Appreciate it. Um, you know, was planning for this game and thinking, okay, sharks are gonna get owned by Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and you know they're gonna revenge the only win that they've had this month, you know, Winnipeg's just going to come in here, you know, clinging on to the final playoff spot in the West, you know, yeah. I mean, Nico Niederreier just, you know, has pure ownage. I'm shocked. It's not on How the did Wikipedia he not page. get a goal? I think he has six goals against the Sharks this year. I was waiting for a goal in the third period, like a Nino hat trick to come back, you know, at the last 46 seconds of the game. <laughs> like, come on. It, it, it's either that or Eric Carlson getting a point or heck, or just Noah Gregor getting into a fight to complete his Gordie Howe hat trick. That would have been you know, perfect. Gregor scored a goal. Like, what is happening? I think he has a goal every month. He's on pace for a goal a month, y'all. Um, six goals. I think maybe Reeves has more goals than him, him at the current moment. Um, and points, probably, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, serious, points wouldn't surprise me. You know, uh, as you said, Gregor gets the opening goal to make it one nothing. Uh, you know, and you're thinking, okay, plenty of time for Winnipeg to come back. 
you know, yeah. plenty of time, no problem whatsoever. I think Winnipeg might be cursed on the goal scoring front. Um, I know, I think Drew was complaining about Shifley, just not, Shifley does not look good right now. None of their players really look super. I think Josh Morrissey was their best player, but Winnipeg, I don't know what's happening with them. They might miss the playoffs, and they were like literally I think, top of their division like two months ago. It's been crazy to to have Winnipeg do what it's been doing. Hell, and then Minnesota's been on a crazy run, but yeah. but it's like Winnipeg and Seattle a little bit have just been going back and you know just falling back a little bit because we noticed I, you know Winnipeg was you know just seriously. Uh, just struggling Seattle was on I mean had first place for a long long time yeah you know and then Vegas suddenly clamped down I think they may have clinched the playoff spot today also I forgot the scenario it's like if they had to win a game and they probably did um but yeah they probably clinched on top of the division also they're both of those teams the Kraken and Winnipeg have just fallen off a cliff and I don't think Winnipeg's making it. I think Calgary's taking that spot. Um, I think Calgary's going to heat up at the right time. Yeah, Calgary's going to come on a little bit. Is Do me a favor. I hate to do this on air. Can you get that mic a little bit closer? Yeah, for sure. There we go. Is that better? That's a lot better. Yeah. All right. Uh, in Vegas lost 7-4 to four to Edmonton. Oh, Vegas. Oh, Edmonton. Oh, they are they are heating up. I'm scared for when the Sharks have to play them. I'm calling a Connor McDavid hat trick on air right now. Sure. Uh, now that I, now that I'm eliminated from my fantasy hockey league, yeah, sure. Now Connor McGregor, <laughs> Dave, McGregor <laughs> McDavid would get a hat trick. Uh, hey, jerk. This is jerk and AJ. This is for you and celebratory of the uh, Sharks win. Ah, uh, there you go. Yes, it's water, but you know whatever. But yeah, this was um, this game was um. Pretty much the James Reimer show. I mean, forty-one saves, forty-one wow. shots. I mean, he he played exceptional. <laughs> Why could you have not done this like before the trade deadline, where we could have just traded you your trade value <laughs> so low, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I will start playing well after the trade deadline. Um, of course, you know, makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, but that paddle save was. Oh yeah, that was oh my ridiculous. God. Uh, I mean, I'll give him stick taps for that, but that's pretty that's much about all it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all. Oh my god. Um, I, I will say this: Pedersen, um, the guy we traded Reedy, the guy who was traded for Reedy, looked really. That setup on the Gregor goal was elite. Oof, he's going to be a player. I'm very excited to see him on the Sharks. Hopefully, full time next year. He's going to be one heck of a player. Him and Cout, I was pretty impressed by tonight. Yeah. thought they looked good. And heck, LeBanc had that uh, early goal in the third, his mm-hmm. 13th of the season with Sturm and Gregor. Gregor with a goal and assist on the night. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. I don't know the, when that happens, but, you know, why not? Right. Uh, the interesting part, you mentioned Cout's goal. And, and AJ, thank you very much. Uh, with the info, with an assist on Cout's goal, Carlson has assisted on goals by 18 different goal scorers this season, a new team record. He had been tied with 17 with Pat Falloon in the first year of the team, and then Brent Burns uh, four seasons ago. Jeez, that's insane. He's on a different... He had a lot of turnovers Turnovers this game. I think Romendo was like, he had like counted five turnovers. So I'm glad he's like kind of pulling himself together at the end there. But he had a... I thought Carlson had a rough game. Like, oh God, man. 
get your turnovers turnovers together. Yeah, it was, and he's he's hasn't been as bad as he has been in seasons past, where he's probably nursing something. I, I don't. I didn't think it could have gotten worse from seasons prior. I'd hope it's not that bad because those last prior seasons he was just god awful. But this game, I thought was one of his worst games of the season. Um, but yeah, just turnovers galore. Luckily, yeah. Reimer was on it because otherwise, I think it would have been like eight one. But you know. Yeah, I, I, again, James Reimer was was uh, <sighs> spectacular yeah. in that. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, put, putting putting everything aside with with what has gone on over the last few weeks, uh, Reimer had a had a uh, you know a, an epic night tonight. Uh, AJ's loving it. breaking. Jules is an EK65 hater. <laughs> hey, I mean, I still think he's top for the Norris, but like, uh, this, he had a rough game. I mean, turnover galore. But who needs defense anyways? The Sharks don't know what that is. Look at their blue line. You have Vlasic on your top pair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd rather see like Thrun up there, who we will get to, but like, give me not Vlasic on your top pair. Um, not gonna lie. Yeah. And for the haters who are like, he had one good play. Great. Lovely. Show me more. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, what, we talked about it, what, 7.15 when, yeah. when the lines came out and you're like, classic on the top pair. What are we doing? I mean, it's. I think I tweeted this out. It's an AHL lineup except for Carlson, Hurdle, and uh, Couture. I think half of those guys were on the AHL like literally not less than a month ago. I am very concerned the Cooter are going to put out two forward lines come whenever I think they play this weekend. Mm. Uh, I don't know who they have left, and Benning also now might be hurt. So <laughs> be prepared it's... for Carlson and children. <laughs> like a freaking Chichek. Yeah, I mean... give me Chichek. Give me, let's call it Mukamadula and see what he has to bring us. Just don't give me Vlasic. If I see Vlasic again on the top pair, I'm going to lose my shit. Oh, man. She even got, <laughs> she even got Mukamadulin right. Ah oh, crap! Shoot! Oh boy, Kevin's gonna kill me now for not getting it right. <laughs> uh, let's go into the chat right now. Bird seven F ninety one. Have the Sharks forgotten how to lose hockey games? What the hell's Reimer doing? Leaving his five hole closed. Can't Hurdle serve up some more tone rows to help us out? We're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> I think you're forgetting they lost nine in a row prior to this, and I think it was Hockey Jerk who's like, they're gonna win some games. Like, they can't just lose their, like, last 10 games. That's kind of depressing. So they're going to, like, statistically speaking, they're going to have to win some games. Oh, trust me, Reimer's five-hole will open back up. Don't expect this every night. Put Kakinen in there. The wide five-hole will be wide open. But, you know. <laughs> uh, James Reimer becomes the third Manitoba-born goalie to shut out either the original or current Jets. Bill Ranford on... In December of '93, and Ron Hextall in March of '96. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, of course, of course, I mean, of, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the Sharks were bound to win some games. Like we can't expect them to lose. Also, mind you, their next like three, like seven, like they only have Arizona, and then they're playing like Colorado, Edmonton. Don't worry, they will be losing more, and they will be getting their ass whipped up and down the ice come this weekend. Oh yeah. Like, don't worry. I, I know people are freaking out because they went up to, like, 30th on the, like, Bedard Tinkathon thing. They still have plenty of time to leave. <sighs> don't worry. 
And the thing with this draft is even if the Sharks are third, you still get someone like Leo Carlson, Mateev Mitchkoff. You're still getting a franchise corner for your, you know, for the Sharks. So I wouldn't worry too much. And folks, she is going to break down the uh, the prospects over over the summer. So be prepared, everyone. <laughs> be prepared. Some of you may not like it. Yes, Mark, you you, you have a fellow prospect uh, person to chat it up over the summer. Yeah, looking forward to it. I might get a vacation. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll we'll be here all summer. Heck, like like I've said and. I know my girlfriend is watching, and, and she went to the game tonight, and she took uh, two of her friends to their first hockey game. So, Jen and Craig, congrats. Way to jinx Bedard for us. Appreciate yeah. it. Don't go to another hockey game, please. No, uh, never. Please just stay away. That's... Or I should just not go on the show again, because apparently the Sharks won. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm 1-0 right now. No, Ian's like, thank God I have a night off right now. Yeah, so. you don't want to cover this show? <laughs> don't want to cover this game? So much interesting things happen, like the Sharks messing up their future. Oh, and one game. That that would be something. It would be something if two things happen. If the Jets miss the playoffs by two points mm-hmm. and the Sharks finish like 30th or 31st by two points. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, knowing the Sharks, they'll probably end up still getting like first or second overall and end up picking fourth. So, like, kind of the Sharks' luck. I hate to break it to y'all, but the Sharks do not have good luck. No, it does. It does. It does. I don't think we're ever going to be able to pick first, ever. No, no. And and you are absolutely right. They have never picked first overall. Nope. Convoluted rules in 91. They didn't get Lindros. The expansion rules for Ottawa and Tampa in 92, where they could have had it. Ottawa yeah. tanked hard, which is why we have the draft lottery now. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to look this up, and I'm trying to see if the tiebreaker... You got eight games left, 23? No. Okay, so... Yeah. Detroit currently sits 25th in the league at 73 points. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the Sharks, even if they move down two spots, the worst they can do is 10th overall now. Yeah. And here's the thing. Even if, like, this draft is so stacked. I know everyone's, like, hyping up Bedard. And this draft is so stacked. You're still getting a franchise. So, like, the Sharks are not going to, like, suddenly jump up to fifth. I honestly think the Sharks are going to still be in the third to second range by the end of this year. Um, I don't think – I I just don't want Bedard going to Anaheim or Chicago. But, like, you know, and knowing the lottery, it'll go to Chicago, um, unfortunately. So be prepared for Twitter to explode. Yeah, yes. Abel SFG, I hope you're not driving, hun. Okay, we won't go back, Eric. Yes. <laughs> Jen and Craig. Yes. Thank you. No, no. I hope you had a good time uh, tonight in front of 10,300 at the Shark Tank. Oh, boy. Uh, Oof, uh, not on. Yeah. Birch 7F91. Hopefully the Jackets can pull off a miracle and beat the Bruins on Thursday. <laughs> no, I would not. Unless the Bruins are resting all of their players, I would not put any money on that. Um <laughs> Yeah. No, that's not. Unless Kent Johnson pulls off the Michigan again. Oh, um, that was sweet. Oh, he's going to be a player. Um, I don't want to see him and Bedard together either. That's terrifying. But yeah. <laughs> the tough part is is that you see Kent Johnson, 
you see Matt Ebeneers doing his thing. It's got to be eating Bordalo up, even though he's struggled lately. But, you know, VL gets a call up. Kaut gets a call up. Agazino is called up. It's just like, what do I need to do? You know, I think if the Sharks were trying to win games, they would have called up Bordalo. I don't think the Sharks are trying to win games. I think Greer looks at this team and is like, Doug Wilson, what did you do? And it's just at this point <laughs> trying for this year to be over. I if, I think the Sharks if were trying to win games. You have Eklund and Bordalo. And I know Eklund got injured and there's still nothing new on him, which is a little concerning. But I think if the Sharks were actually trying to win, they would have called up Bordalo. Like VL's great and all. He's not, I don't think he's staying past this year. I, I think he might be one of the group six UFAs. Don't quote me on that. Um, I don't think he's staying. I know he's Greer's type of like, let's fight and be hard to play against. I, I think they're not trying to win games. Um, the Sharks know where they're at, or at least I hope they do. Cause, you know. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, if the Barracuda are out, I'm, I wonder if it happens, you know, for Bordalo to get up here. Uh, I would just even if it's a game, just to get him up here for, for what he had early on in the season. Um, but granted, I don't know I if know. the Barracuda are making the playoffs at this point. Like yeah. that's like they've had a rough year, um, which is kind of rough because you look at this like that was like supposed to be the exciting part of the Sharks this year. Yeah, and both teams have just kind of been a pain to watch at times. Yeah, Uncle Danfy uh, agreeing with Ricky Barton Slager. Uh, in the case of, uh, well, let me, Ricky's first. The problem is if you finish above 31, you can potentially fall to five. Yeah. And there's a drop-off between four and the next two and Will Smith and Zach Benson. Uncle Danfy also is agreeing with him, but we need to finish last GD. <laughs> you know, can't afford to drop out of the top three, preferably top two. No, and yeah. Chicago are too close. Sharks could blow this, you know. And, and you're right. You have a lot of the CUDA on the roster already, just because of injuries, we still haven't seen. Uh, why am I blanking all of a sudden? Um, Gajevich. Yeah. Since he had a fight in Washington, you uh, you know you have Johnson who got injured, Sveshnikov who got injured. You know, uh, it's it's tough because you're you're just decimating what you have in the in the Cuda at least right now. Yeah. So. And I honestly think the Sharks will finish second or third. Like, honestly, if I think they're maybe winning one more game this season. I think this is an absolute one-off of a game. Mind you, the Jets are also horrible. Like, they're genuinely awful. Like, I watched, I I don't know what happened to the Jets. Like, something in that room is so off. But, like, I don't think the Sharks are winning more than one game, which is why I'm not super worried. Like, if they suddenly go on a winning streak, then I'll be concerned about them maybe landing, like, Zach Benson or Will Smith. But I genuinely don't think the Sharks will finish either second. I think they'll finish second or third. Hopefully first. Um, I know we all want Bedard, and that will be awesome, but I, I really don't see the Sharks winning more than one game to end this year. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. No, I mean, it's... But seriously, I mean, what do they have? Vegas on Thursday. Yeah. They go to Arizona on Saturday. Then they have a pair against Colorado for their next four games. I, I mean... It's it's tough. It's tough to uh, to see where you get. I mean, maybe you 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 steal Arizona, but Arizona's been on a run themselves, especially at home. Arizona's impossible to beat at home. Um, I think maybe they squeak out a win 
when like maybe versus Vegas, and I don't even think so. So like, I'm not too worried about the Sharks and like going on a winning streak. This is a one-off game. This is the anomaly. I'm not too worried about that. If now if they win the next game, then I might be concerned. <laughs> sure, yeah, right. let them win two games in a row before we all freak out. Yeah. Um, and yes, Zach Benson is a good player. Um, I think Locked On Sharks did something where he he was compared to like Braden Point. Um, Zach Benson is still really good. I know it's not like your Adam Fantilli or Connor Bedard, but Zach Benson is still a legit franchise player who the Sharks need in their prospect pool. If they need anything in their prospect pool right now, let's be honest. <laughs> they need just anything that can shoot a puck right now in their prospect pool, other than Eklund and Borgs and maybe Gushin. Yeah. Uh, and Gushin, I mean, you're, you're hoping those, all those kids just flourish down the road uh, to get something on there, you know. Uncle <laughs> 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 Danfee, Bedard, Fantilli, or Carlson, or Bust. No, and yeah, you're not wrong. Um yeah, I mean, you're not. They they just need something. Like the Sharks need a franchise center to roll roll with for the next like fifteen twenty years, and they can have that in this draft if they don't mess this up. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed indeed. Uh, Sharks, the count goal was a power play goal to just finish off the scoring forty one save shutout for James Reimer. Uh, the Jets power play goes zero for three. I mean. If you're Winnipeg, you are hurting. It doesn't help that, you know, Minnesota has been on a roll lately uh, before they have to deal with uh, with uh, cap hell with uh, or yeah. buyout cap hell uh, coming up. I mean, this is kind of like a little bit of a window open for them. Yeah. But the uh, thing is, Boldy, the thing is with Minnesota, they have prospects that just have been on a roll on their ELC. And I think Boldy's, uh, Boldy's like giant contract doesn't kick in. So like they're not like struggling because they have prospects who've come in and just absolutely demolished the league on entry-level deals and the sharks when they needed it didn't have that that's also something to point out yeah big time so yeah. uh sharks win this is weird to say that's their only their second win of the month and they can only beat winnipeg <laughs> no yeah they can only beat winnipeg so everyone be happy we're not playing winnipeg anymore yes um or seattle because that was i think our last i think our last this was our first regulation win since our last shutout win, which was versus Seattle, which was four nothing. So the uh, only times we've won in regu- regulation in the last two months have been shutout victories, and I think James Reimer was in net for both of those. <laughs> of course he was. Of course. <laughs> it, of course. Ha- hashtag that's so sharks. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So yeah, that's that kind of is off for that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. They end their nine game home winless streak. They end hey, they their nine game winless history. streak. They yeah, could have made history. If they, if had, they lost ten, they have never lost ten in a row at home. Uh, but it is their seventh win, so they're they're one win away from tying that wonderful ninety two ninety three team with eight home wins. Um. I, I don't think they get it, but you know, one can dream because I, I, I honestly don't. The Sharks have been so awful at home, and this game is an anonymous. I will be shocked if they win one more game at home this year. Um, again, I know I might sound like a hater, but like if you look how this team is set up right now, not. I don't believe they can be any of the teams ahead. Um, and Winnipeg has just fallen off a cliff. So, like, no team that we're playing in the next week or two are, have fallen off a cliff. So. I'll be very surprised. Yeah, I'll be stunned if that's the case. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it just it's just uh really And as we say this the sharks will go beat Colorado. So, you know. Uh, oh yeah, no, they'll beat 100%. them back to back, you know. Yeah. Cuz of course they would because of course. again, that's so sharks. Jeff Fiel gets a hat trick. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, we we got four scene points going if for Jules if if that's the case. If <laughs> heck, if Fiel scores uh, one will be will be something else, you know. People are gonna clip me saying sharks are not winning a game, and then you know they'll win all of their next ten. Please, and, I don't. Please, but like you know, and sharks then, hockey, baby. And then uh, the your Twitter will be blowing up. And, say, and then what happened? Yeah, right? I'll be the jinx of the sharks. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, let's get to our our newest segment. Uh, we'll do it three times for the tankathon. I know everybody loves it, and and now it's going to be interesting just because, just because it now that the sharks oh. are in the in the number three spot. All right, we'll do this three times. First one, oh great, oh. Anaheim wins. Mitch and the, Goff and yeah. Anaheim gets Bedard. No, yeah. absolutely not. No, we don't want that. Let's do that one more time. Okay. Detroit, Detroit moves up eight spots. Maybe you can convince them to take the the. Uh, Fantilli and, fl- and flip the spot and give them 28? I don't know. I would like to point out, Fantilli's not bad either. Like, in a normal draft year, Fantilli would go first overall. Right. In any other draft year. This draft year is just ridiculous. So if the Sharks somehow lose on the first overall, we're still getting a superstar in Fantilli. Yeah. Like, Jack Eichel is probably the equivalent to Fantilli. Oh, Jesus. Well, then, you, yeah. <sighs> and then Montreal goes to f- from 5-1. to one. Anaheim moves up to Sharks go down to fifth. That might be the night. That's the worst scenario. Yeah. At the current moment. So that's what they're at right now. But that's the current standing right now. Sharks get fit with the win, go up to 55 points. Uh, they're now two ahead of Columbus and one ahead of Chicago. So they those two drop back. Anaheim at 56. Uh, just one point ahead at the moment. Uh, so we'll see how it goes indeed for that one. Uh, so, um, let's see, let's take a look at that. Bert, we're already counting oh, no. down only 40 more days till the draft lottery. Yeah. And, and remember, join us if it's not already marked on your calendars and, and we'll wait for it to come. But May 8th, 4 p.m. Uh, check us out on the YouTube channel. We'll be having a live reaction myself and Ian, I wonder if I will be making... So here's the thing. The San Francisco Giants play in Toronto the week of the draft. But I've also said if we win the draft lottery, we should go to Nashville. So we'll see what happens. We'll see... Which trip I'm planning? <laughs> that one. If the Sharks uh, won a draft lottery, I'm immediately going to buy a Bedard jersey. Oh heck like, yeah! Oh, right off the bat, I'm sorry. I'm spending however much money that is. Uh, sorry, mom and dad. I know you're watching. Um, <laughs> um immediately buying a Bedard jersey. <laughs> heck yeah! You know, Sharks. Yeah, that's May eighth. Everyone will all be shaking our boots. Yes. Bedard to the Sharks. Yes. Yes. Bedard to yes. the Sharks. Yes. All also, right. I'd like to point out the Ducks schedule for the next few games is not even close to as hard as the, well, it's almost, they're playing the Kraken, Oilers, Flames, Oilers, Coyotes, Avs, Canucks, Kings. 
So even the duck schedule is also very hard, I'd say, for the next 10 games. Uh, so just keep an eye on that, because I don't think any of those teams have easy schedules to end off the year. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to be up there. We, I mean, we, we talked about Columbus on the Technologists, how their schedule is pretty, pretty uh, hard. Yeah. San Jose just as hard. I think Arizona is the only team that, that's currently out of the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, Mikey J. Reimer did make one of the saves of the year in the league. Yeah, the paddle save was... was paddle save hard. emporium, according to Steve Dangle. Yes. Paddle save emporium. Are you a Dangle fan? Yeah, I do love Dangle. Except uh, I feel so bad for him because the Leafs might be cursed. Uh, oh. We'll see if they can get it this year, but we'll see. Um, not betting against Tampa. Oh, yeah. Why not? Even though they're struggling. Yeah, no, uh, Tampa's struggling, but you know they're just waiting. Oh, they did this last year, and everyone was like, Tampa sucks. And I'm like, no, they're Tampa. Yeah. Tucker, unbelievable. Stop this winning thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, Tucker, it won't last for too long. You, when you have Vlasic on your first pair versus the abs, it's a very different story. Um, or versus McDavid. Uh, but Vlasic did have one of his vintage plays, and I was like, oh, that's nice. All right. Are you trying to prove me wrong? Of course. You're trying to prove that, you know, I, I am a top six or I am a you top are two worth... defenseman. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hey, maybe it'll bump up his trade value because whoever plays with Carlson is out the door. So maybe they're trying to trade Vlasic. Very true. You know, maybe they're trying to trade Vlasic at his trade value up. Montreal. Hey, Arizona. Knock, knock. Montreal, if you're watching, we have a great defenseman. Well, you French. give us Lane Hudson. Lane Hudson. Like, he, why not Vlasic for Hudson? I think it's fair. I, I, absolutely. <laughs> Me, meanwhile, meanwhile, Montreal will be like, Oh, hell no. I know, AJ. Oh, hell no. I am just being <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, what's uh, Tucker's saying, and we can do this on the fly here, what's Chicago's schedule look like? Um, I'm scared to look at that. Yeah, uh, you do that while I... Uh, check to see what is going on here in the chat. Uncle Damphy love to see Boston Toronto for good old times. Oh man. Oh, please. That would, I'd love those series. Okay. So the Blackhawks, <laughs> Oh God. They have the blues, devils, flames, Canucks, Kraken, wild penguins and flyers. So they have it easier than like the sharks and ducks, um, which is why I'm less concerned about Chicago. Um, but still like they might squeak out a one versus like the flyers and, Canucks and that's about it. Maybe Flames, but I Flames seem to be going on a year right now. Yeah, the Flames are trying to make a push. You know, yeah, they're, they're uh, so for the playoff race. I know playoffs. Uh, what? Winnipeg, what are those? I know. That, I haven't felt that since since you know Timo Meyer handed it over to uh, to uh, <laughs> to uh, Nyquist and then Carlson game. Yeah. Three. Uh, uh, Winnipeg is at 85 points. Nashville, uh, wow, that's weird. Okay, uh, but Calgary's at 83. Nashville's at 82. So, I, I'd like to point something out. Cody Glass is Nashville's first line center. Last time I checked, Cody Glass, and they are somehow still in the race. It's just crazy. But they lost Matthew Shane over the weekend, so that's gonna yeah. be. That's going to be a big blow for them, uh, especially if they get in. But, hey, uh, they pulled off a big upset with them beating Boston earlier th tonight. 
So it'll be interesting to see how that I goes mean, down. Calgary has 83. Winnipeg has 85. I don't, I don't think Winnipeg's making it in. I think Calgary's taking that spot. I mean, I, they looked horrible tonight. Yeah. I don't know. Like they, they looked God awful. Josh Morrissey was their best player, but like, it's like saying Aaron Carlson is the Sharks best player, like almost every night, but the rest of the team looks God awful. Um, so like, you know, yeah. Uh, Jerry and earlier uh, John Swenson, thank you very much for your Venmo donations. Uh, any donation to the show helps support uh, the show and and the site and all the um, all the bills that go with it. So uh, so we, we we appreciate that immensely. Uh, so big time. Uh, let's talk about Henry Thun. Thank you, Uncle yeah. Damphy. Uh, got his first practice in, or well. His first ice time in San Jose. He didn't get to uh, to skate too much with the team. But uh, what do what do you think of uh, Thrun and most likely making his NHL debut Thursday against? Oh, we're just throwing you against the Vegas Golden Knights. No pressure. Casually, no. I I like Thrun. I think this was a really the thing I have to give Greer credit for is he's really good with asset management. Um, like just flat out, he's really good with his asset management, and he's reloaded the Sharks' defensive prospect pool. Um, so I really like Thrun. I again, he's not going to be your like a Kale McCarr. He's don't get that high of expectations. I think he'll be a solid defenseman for the Sharks. I I have I didn't really watch him a lot at Harvard, um, but he seems to be a guy. Uh, he might be another guy in the guy factory, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think with defensive prospects, you kind of have to just give it time. Um, so I'm not going to go on here and be like, he's going to be amazing. No, I mean, I think the Sharks also, their scouting director knows the NCAA prospects and he's really good with them. I think he came over from Boston, um, if I remember correctly. So just, I'm excited to see him. He should be a solid add to the Sharks prospect pool. And I think what Greer's doing with the, because they had to restock like their defensive prospect pool, you know, um, they had to. So they added Mukamadula and they added um, Thrun. So I like him. I think it's another like, dart to throw at the dartboard and see where it lands and who knows he might end up being the steal um but now you just you look at the like the sharks defensive prospect pool and you feel a lot more better with it it's not great don't get me wrong it's it's still god awful but it's better than it was like a month ago (laughs) very true very true uh so we can only hope it can better uh hockey jerk saying thrun maybe the the next matt carl maybe Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will. I'm excited to see him. I, I just like give him an actual shot. That's all I ask. Like, give him an actual chance. Please don't put him with Vlasic, um, <laughs> or Ferraro. Like, I Thrun is already better than Ferraro. You know, you might not be wrong about that. Um, Ferraro has a, had a really bad season. Has not been playing well. But um, you might not be wrong about that. Honestly. No. No, yeah. uh, and you you feel for Ferraro, you, you know, comes in with a new contract extension, and just it's, it, it's frustrating year. You, I think he just needs I, to stick to his what he's known for throughout the year. Plus, getting banged up. I mean, he's been blocking a hell of a lot of shots over the last few years. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I don't know with Ferraro. I'm shocked they didn't accept whatever offer they got. Uh, I I don't remember who my, I really want to know what that offer was. Right. Like I don't know how you don't accept that offer with the season he's had. I don't. I think he's might be like a. I think he might have the worst minus on the team. I don't recall 
don't go quoting me on this, please. Um, he might have the like worst minus on the team. He's just he's not been having a good year. Oh, he's a minus twenty seven. And I am correct. Oh, sorry. Vlasic is a minus 28. So he doesn't have the worst. He has the second to worst. But we're comparing him to Vlasic now all of a sudden. So low bar. Top pairing mark, Edward Vlasic. Please, never again. (laughs) Quinn, I beg of you. Just just triggering Jules on her first program. So, (laughs) uh, AJ, I'm with you. I'd rather have the next pronger. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jesse, why do you think, or who, excuse me, who do you think cracks the NHL lineup next year that's currently on the CUDA? I, I would have to think at least Bordalo and Eklund have to be on the NHL roster next year. Okay, here's an off-board Gushin. I liked Gushin in the preseason. I liked what he's done in the I, in, in with the CUDA as well. I'm not, I think Bordelo and Eklund, those are the obvious choices, but we're right. talking about the Sharks here. They don't go obvious. And I, okay, so like in all honesty, probably yes, it would probably be Bordelo and Eklund. But if you want an off the board, I think also uh, Kanizhov might have a chance. Uh, Kanizhov might have a shot because he's been demolishing the AHL recently. He might have a shot. Um, I think also Gushin is a guy to look out for. Um, once I think Bordalo and probably probably Bordalo and Eklund, but I do want to see Gushin at some point in the NHL. Maybe if not like next year, then the following year for sure. But yeah, probably Bordalo and Eklund. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's that sounds about right. And, and as yeah. much as you want to bring up everybody, I yeah. No. Let the... let yeah let Robbins and that crew demolish the AHL next year with without them having to share ice time with Eklund and Bordalo. Just let them demolish the AHL next year. It's going to be an interesting year next year because you're going to have the kids going to be wanting to itch and ready to go. But also you would hope and you hope everybody stays healthy. This is what kind of what did the, the CUDA in, especially in November Yeah, you know, is their defense just fell apart. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, Mikey J uh, Sharks really need an elite defense, man. No, they they really do. And like you look at any team that has won the Stanley Cup, right? Let's let's look at the Abs, right? They've had mm-hmm. McCarr and Gerard. They have two just elite defense. The Sharks in their pool don't have that. They might have one, but they don't have two. Also, I hope we don't think the Sharks are going to be suddenly good next year. They'll still probably land a top pick the following year. Right. So like, they're still going to be bad next year, even if they get Bedard. I still don't have them making the playoffs. Um. You know, so they're still going to be bad next year. But yes, the Sharks do need an elite defenseman. They don't have that at all right now. Oh, no, no. Uh, and, you know, asking what do we do for goaltending? You know, so <laughs> we, we've kind of mentioned this in the Discord a little bit. You know, hmm, do you use that Devil's Pick to go after Jeremy Swayman? Do you try to sign Tristan Jari? And, and I, as, as everybody said, please, Lord, God, no, Campbell, don't just to trade Carlson. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I saw that also with like the Sharks might the Sharks might have to take on Campbell's contract to um t- trade Carlson. If you have to do that, just back out of the trade. No, because that makes you in that's horrible. I really want them to go after Dustin Wolf. I really like Dustin yeah. Wolf and what he's done in the AHL. Like you put Dustin Wolf behind this CUDA team. You might have a completely different story. Their blue line's still god awful, but you might have a completely different story because he can steal games. Um, and I like Mac and Niemi, but he's—I don't see 
like I don't see it with him right now. Yeah, and he's out indefinitely with an injury. Yeah. You have Strassman who's been going back and forth in the with the uh Cuda and Wichita, now more so with the Cuda because of everything that's happened with Makaniemi. You have Ben Gaudreau, who's been playing decently for Sarnia. That's probably yeah. your best prospect goaltending-wise. If they sign Krona, that will be your best. But I don't know if they're signing Krona. Um, and I liked Krona, but I also I think I think he just was behind a really good team. But like, if the Sharks can like use that Devils pick, I would not be too upset if they went out and actually went out and traded for a, an elite young goaltender. Um, because I think the Sharks' forward group on prospect is pretty solidified. They have depth. They don't have an elite franchise, but they have depth. But yeah, they need mm-hmm. to do something with that. Indeed. Yeah. And AJ mentioning, if the Sharks cough up another one pick for goaltending, what could go wrong? Well, hey, the last time they did it, they went to the cup final. But no yeah. pressure. No pressure at uh, all. At all. I don't know what happened to Kakinen. That's so upsetting. I mean, Middleton, I know, like, I don't know what happened to Kakinen. That's so... Because at the, I remember the the end of last year i was thinking to myself okay we have something here and this year right. it's just not been there for him yeah, yeah it's Jeez. it's been it's been frustrating it's been sad because it was he's played great he just got unlucky with the, with not getting a win this year it's like oh no kakin and no now i see why minnesota traded for mark andre fleury ah yeah and if Krona signs, do they send him back, him to Europe for a year? Honestly, the Sharks have a lot of goaltenders in their pipelines. Greer kind of just went out and got all the goaltenders available. The issue is none of them seem to actually be working. Um, so <laughs> if, I would honestly try Krona with Akuda, um, and maybe send and maybe Krona and Goodrow. But what do you do with like Man? Like honestly, give Man the backup position with Kakin and next year, and just see what happens. Like can't get worse, right? Right, <laughs> right. Unless I'm very wrong, it cannot get worse. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry, I'm saying, you know, only time will tell if they, he will sign Krona. I, I'm hoping they do. I'm really yeah. hoping they do. I want to see what he can bring. He looked good in the prospect tournaments, and he looked good at his right. college. So, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers, cr- oh, fingers crossed with the with this whole prospect pool. I mean, it's not exactly the best, but it's like, Ooh. let's let's hope that the the diamonds in the rough, you know turn out to be gems uh of some sort if not used as pieces to move around to to improve you know somewhere around for sure yeah so another thing with that like the first pick with the 27th um i would not be too upset if they also tried to trade up to the 16th and uh 10th like the 16th 20th range because in this draft there's also a few good defensemen who are your elite defensemen so i'm curious to see if greer tries to do that to for them to be able to pick up one of their elite defensemen but we'll see. This draft is just ridiculously stacked, so I don't know if a team's going to budge. Yeah, be tough. And you have like St. Louis has three picks. You have Nashville have two first round picks. You have the Sharks who have two first round picks. Detroit yeah. two first round picks. There is a lot of teams that that will want to maybe move or like combine yeah. their picks to move up. Could they want to move up? a few spots could could teams that don't have a first round pick want to get back into the first I'm thinking round. Florida oh for, and oh, I forgot God. Vancouver traded their first the first they got for Bo Horvat to Detroit for Philip Horn- yeah that that kind of surprised me you know I think that surprised everyone poor hockey guy man I felt bad for him oh boy <laughs> my heart goes out to you hockey guy <laughs> <laughs> 
God help you and the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, jeez. Did somebody say Vancouver? Oh, somebody. (laughs) Somebody said Vancouver. Yes. Quinn smiled on the Sharks room saying tight and tough year. There's no cracks here. Logan and Carl and Hurdle and Mario. They've done a phenomenal job keeping this thing together. I mean, I do have to give credit to Logan. He's he's handling this year well. I mean, he's a playoff guy. He needs to be in the playoffs to perform. So I do give credit to them. Um, I know he has his issues also, but like they have kept the room together. They seem happy. The the relationship Lawrence and Limblom has. Sorry, this is off topic, but if you guys ever watch the Sharks Instagram, the relationship those two have is hilarious. <laughs> It it reminds it reminds me of of Hurdle and Wingles years yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Quinter continued oh. on. Vlasic's done a really good job. Reimer, be easy to go through the motions. They're not doing it. Why? <laughs> I think the pot the the broadcast was starting to compliment Benning also, and I was like, I get Benning block shots and all, but like, no, no, stop. Vlasic was okay this game. I just have issues when you throw him into a top pair defensive role with Carlson. Um, I just have issues with that. I'd rather I see a young gun up there with Carlson and let him make mistakes than put a 30, however old Vlasic is, up there with one of your best defensemen or the only good defenseman. Yeah, and kind of going off of what you said about how Couture is a uh, a playoff guy, any thoughts on trading Couture while he still has value? Dude's um, a monster in the Yoffs. The offs? Uh, the co- the cap is the issue there. Uh, he's making like eight million dollars. I don't know any team who can take that. Um, again, I think Couture has in his career right now is a third line center. I think he's he's gonna he, for any team he'd be a really good third line center. Um, and I think if the Sharks could trade him, they would. But he the cap is the issue. It's like with Carlson. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, cap, cap, freaking cap. That's Doug not Wilson. In hindsight, it looked like a, a, a solid deal because he knew he's eventually going to be your captain. It's just where the team is at. And yeah, such, it's like, and uh, I feel bad for Couture a little just because we know what that man can do in the playoffs. He's a playoff beast. Um, but I just don't think the Sharks can get a deal done. And it's like with everyone saying, oh, yeah, they'll trade Carlson over the summer. Um, Carlson makes $11.5 million. Let's keep our hopes down on that. Um, right. Also, this is also very off here for Carlson. Like, he's not going to do this again. Like, look at Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi was on pace for 100 points last year. He died down. He went back to earth this year. So if Greer can trade him, he's a miracle worker. But uh, I really doubt that's going to happen. It's got to be the perfect deal. Plus, Eric Carlson's got the final say on it, too. Uh, yeah. That's I'm, that's the big one. I only really see him possibly going to Edmonton just because you look at the All-Star game and the connection him and uh, dries out all McDavid had. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick Bonus post game. Oh boy, this ought to be good. What? Uh, you know, if some of these guys think that they're, they're giving us everything in their tank, they're dreaming. Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley. That's all I have to say to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Jets just played awful today. Also, what do I think of McDonald? Yeah, great. Use him for your rebuild and then get rid of him. Thank you. There That's you all. Yeah. That's all I have to say to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Sharky Boy oh, disagrees I mean, with Vlasic. I mean, okay, with the okay. let me clarify this. I think Vlasic had a good game today. I just don't want to see that like on a consistent basis. He is an older... Yeah. He had a good game. I just I don't like it for every single game. Yeah. yeah. He, he's not a top pair defenseman, but for one game, sure, go for it. 
just don't give that to me ever again. <laughs> gotcha. All right. With that, I think we shall wrap this thing up. In case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts. You can hit us up on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, now also on Amazon uh, Music. And of course, if you are on the YouTube channel, please hit that like button right now. Hit that subscribe button. Of course, hit that notification bell. Uh, that'll notify you when we do go on the air after each and every game home and away along with Pucknologists every Sunday night at 7 p.m. So be on the lookout for that. Of course, you can always find us at tealtownusa.com. So with that, uh, we will wrap things up. Jules, your debut. Uh, well, let's go to your post-game presser. Uh, what did you feel of, of your performance this evening? No, I thought, I, I mean, again, I just love talking about hockey, um, love starting fights with people um, about stuff that they might disagree with me on. So hit me up on Twitter. I'd gladly fight you on it. Um, but yeah, no, I th think it went well, and I'm hoping to do more shows. Yep. We look forward to it. She is at Sharks underscore Jules. I am at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter, the Instagram. Uh, I'm in report with a $5 super chat. Also join us on the Twitch side. Yes. Uh, we are also broadcasting on Twitch and on Twitter as we speak. The replay, of course, will be on YouTube, so be on the lookout there. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, it really does help us out immensely. So, Jules, your final thoughts on this evening? Sharks don't win any more games. That's all. One off. One off, man. <laughs> if they win versus Vegas, I'll start getting concerned. <laughs> If they beat if they beat Vegas, oh boy, we're in trouble. Also, Thrun. Let's yes, Thrun. Look, Let's go Thrun. Looking forward to that. Most likely Thursday, as the Sharks take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, that is a seven thirty start. It's Y two K night. We are going to follow the theme, so look out for that. Um, yeah, it will be fun to do uh, for sure. Uh, let's let's give some love. You know, Sharky Boy Jules, Hockey Jerk Jules. Ian's like, I remember when I wanted to fight everyone on Twitter. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, get, you're getting, oh, Jewels. Jewels. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I love it, y'all. I'm always glad to fight people on Twitter. All this ought to be fun. All right. For Jules and myself, thanks for watching. We'll be back with you Thursday following Sharks and Golden Knights. And until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. Good night, y'all.